Greetings, fellow Wordlings, and thanks for tuning in to another episode of And Another Thing with Dave, seeking the truth and exposing the lies. I'm your host, Dave Smith. All right, let's get into it. Yeah, that's good to know. You should drive it. Everyone needs to drive a Tesla at some point in their life, at least once. Yeah, people uh, always, like, when you talk to people who have driven it for like the first time, like the, the acceleration is obviously the first thing. And then the very next thing is like the braking. They're like, braking is cool. Like one pedal braking. <laughs> and you get used to it. But then it's it's amazing when you, because I drove one for quite, you know, for a couple of years. And, uh, you know, it's just like, oh, I can hit the brakes. I'm going to move my foot to another pedal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it only and, takes uh, a second to get used to. And then it's super efficient, right? Like, uh, yeah. and then in regenerative braking, so you're charging as you're braking, right? Isn't that the whole system? Yep, yep, yep. And, um, oh, actually, uh, let's see, let me go on to my Facebook. But the, um, the um, driving, yeah, the, I mean, if you ever get a chance, drive a Tesla through a puddle because you you can't make that thing freaking at all like it's, it's almost yeah i remember i was driving one night once and i i i, I read it, it was it rained the night before and i went under an underpass and i just saw the water all like too late way too late and and i was going way faster that was on the expressway and i was like oh my god and then it just went just sliced straight through it i was like this that was freaking incredible <laughs> right because yeah, so, so, so the weight's gonna yeah, it's the weight's gonna that. help it's the computer system changes changes the speed of the, the of each top wheel like it's it, in fractions of seconds so as right soon as so it's a double whammy slower, it, yeah it, it slows down the other wheels right so you've got that advantage of all-wheel drive computer uh, assisted all-wheel drive and then the weight of it is going to help you reduce the chance of hydroplaning right yeah and it's think. not even it's not you don't even need the all-wheel drive like let's say you just have the rear wheel because when what happens when you hit water, it slows that one wheel down and the other wheel is going fast. That's why the car like spins, right? So mm -hmm. basically, with the computer immediately says this tire is going slower and slows down the other one. So therefore, you don't it doesn't spin. That's the whole. It's independent. They're all independent. Um, and then the regenerative braking. Here, I'm going to read this to you really quickly. Uh, I posted this on my Facebook uh, that somebody wrote. And it's like, I was driving from San Diego to Phoenix. The navigation routed me off the interstate and through the mountains, saying I'd arrive at the next charger with 10% charge left. Once I hit the, the point of no return, I started realizing there is no way I could possibly make it with enough battery to the charger. It was down to 3% with nearly 30 miles to go, but it was still saying I was going to make it there with 10%. Panic set in. The AC went off, the music was turned off, the windows were down, wife was getting our AAA info ready to call a tow truck. We were in the <laughs> middle of nowhere, and nowhere to even pull off the road. Just as I was about to give give up, a road sign said, watch for braking downhill next 20 miles. Next thing I know, regenerative braking had my percentage slowly climbing. I climbed back up to 8% during the downhill portion of the drive, and we made it to the charger with 10%, just like it said it would. <laughs> oh, wow, so, that's awesome. Yeah, so the computer took into consideration that you're gonna be going down a mountain up ahead, and you're gonna get the regenerative braking back into your, char into your, into your battery. 
video right, you'll make. Right. That's <laughs> wild. Uh, so yeah, and these are the, the, there's so much stuff that if you don't have a Tesla or own a Tesla, like you just don't, you just don't, you don't get it. And it's not, it's not that your people are dumb or whatever. It's just, you just don't get it until you actually have you it. You don't then, know till you know. Yeah. Right. And then, you know, and you're like, oh my God, this is so, this is incredible. Like, why would I ever go and buy another car? I mean, of course, if Elon, you know, says something that you don't like on Twitter, then then you would go get an electrical <laughs> car. <laughs> Got another message here from Lady Boss. Let's play this real okay. quick. Yeah, no, it's amazing. So I, uh, it's the owner, um, him and his wife. They have a shit ton of cars. Um, but the psychiatrist that we just hired for our all of our facilities has a tesla and so they were like oh i want a tesla so they got one and now honestly i'm thinking about going ahead like i was afraid at first but i see like all these power stations popping up everywhere so i'm thinking about it um because it was amazing and like i'm the director over the whole company multiple facilities so I mean I make enough to do it I just am scared <laughs> but not so much anymore yeah the the range anxiety is something that people have but again it's something I, I used to tell people every every day at work when I worked at the when I worked at, at the you know I have a dealership I guess at the Tesla store it's like you don't you don't need the charging if tesla if there was no charging station if there was no tesla super charging network you'd be fine 95 percent of the time you get 300 miles of range and what and you plug in at home so it, it's almost like every day you come home if you if you if, like imagine you had a gas refinery in your backyard and every day you drove home you just filled your tank up with gas <laughs> you wouldn't be like, oh, where are the gas stations? Like, you know, you, unless you're going on a long trip. So every day you come home, you plug your car and you drive home, you park, you plug your car, and the next day you're 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 at a full charge again. Next morning. So it's really it's, yeah. And it's, how it's, often it's that people have? Yeah. Gotcha. And how often do people drive two fifty, three hundred miles in a day? Most people are commuting exactly. to to work and back, right? Right. That's exactly it. And so there's no the, the range anxiety that people have is just because they don't they don't they don't get it like like we just said before they don't get it so they don't get it mm -hmm. <laughs> but they they do get it eventually you know because the the um uh the the more Teslas that are out there the more people that getting the getting there and they ask you know it's funny like again why they don't need to advertise because the Tesla owners, you get a Tesla, you, you get this, all those questions come up. Like you go to the barbecue, if you get a new Tesla, people are going to ask you, what about the range? What about this? What about the battery? What about these? Like all, all these questions. And eventually the FUD and the, the you know, the, that's out in the news will go away because the people actually own the cars are like, yeah, that's, I don't want to have those experiences. I like that. Yeah. My sister's husband has, um, I guess it's a Model 3, and he absolutely loves it. Absolutely loves it. He's had it for a while. 
and and just think about like the more people um i mean there's people who you know you get a new car and it's your first new car and you love it but after like a month or two you're like all right it's a car you know <laughs> it's just but right. the, the thing with with Tesla's is like you literally it's 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 something that you're like every day you're just you, you get more stuff you get more updates you get a new the, oh here's the new update come came in you know and now you can do this and now you have you know now you can make the seats part and you can <laughs> make you make all kinds of you can have Santa Claus comes in and you know the car drives on Mars on the navigation and and then they do practical stuff too like oh you know your brakes are better and now you have sentry mode and it's just you know it's it's something like it, it continues to amaze people and uh and then you can just have now you have games that you just play on the you know on the thing while you're charging you take 20 minutes and you, you sit in your car and you play games and you'll be able to watch netflix and you just spend time in your car do you know where we are as far as the development are they still going forward with that like uh elon and his brother were going to partner in a chain of restaurants to have uh, alongside the charging stations yeah so kimball um kimball grew up i mean he owns like a bunch of he's like in the restaurant thing like that's what he does um will they so they had a when they had investor day they had talked about that and that was like an, i think investor day was in march if i remember correctly um and they had talked about that uh it's just they have so much stuff to do i don't know you know that's not really like a priority they do have mm-hmm. some of these places like in germany there's like a really fancy one where like they literally had like a you could go in and you charge your car and they had like a they literally had like a like a like a jacuzzi <laughs> all kinds of crazy stuff you could do uh and just while you stop and charge but um you know the tesla's making i think uh they're making about a thousand charge they're putting out about a thousand chargers uh a month at this at the rate that the last time i checked when i checked on their uh, number so they're just they're, it's just about growth and that's the whole thing it's yeah. like they're they're not about to, they they haven't even gotten to the point of doing all the fluffy the, the foo-foo stuff because there's just they're just constant they're just trying to make enough cars so that people can buy them and the market is so still so big because you know the, the model y is the best-selling car in the world it passed the toyota corolla and um uh last quarter and uh and in america it's the fourth best-selling car and the other three are trucks and my you know the concern is is that you know it's it's the the ford f-150 and the 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 ram and um i forget what gm's is uh the chevy um but cybertruck's coming and cybertruck like the the reason why like ford and and gm are making they're able to even make money right now like ford was saying they are they 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 numbers came out and they're a negative 102 percent uh margin on their on the maki so it costs them more to make the car than it does to sell it to you <laughs> that's not a good wow not good, it's not a good marketing it's not a good plan uh business to work that number i know for sure because at ford's the only company that actually releases their numbers because what what the other companies are doing is like they're using their ice business to you know help them you know support the money they lose on evs 
because they haven't been doing it. And people think, oh, well, you make an, uh, uh, if you can make it, a, they've been making cars for a hundred years. And so therefore they should know how to make electric cars. And it's, it's, it's not the same. It, it, it looks like a car. It looks the same, but it's completely different. <clears throat> so, um, so these companies, so basically the truck market in America is, is the big spot. So, you know, Cybertruck comes out and starts eating into those sales, like GM and Ford are in a lot of trouble. I don't know a lot. They're they're in a lot of trouble, and especially when you know, going, we circle back to the, the Cybertruck already. But that that freaking thing is so good, and people are going to buy it for cosmetic people, and and the not only just for the cosmetic and the cool factor of it, but then on top of it, it's just an awesome work truck. Like people are going to buy it because it doesn't get dent up, it doesn't rust, it doesn't. You know, you can drive, you can literally roll a wheelbarrow right up into the bed. You know, you can you can put all your power tools and plug them into the truck. Like these are all it's crazy stuff. So yeah, um, yeah. It's not just going to be like, oh, it's a cool novelty item. It's going to be like the, the business people are going to be like, oh, this is this makes a lot of sense to buy a fleet of these things if you can. So again, it's it's about them ramping up. So that's why I was like, Elon could could die tomorrow, and you know, Tesla. You know, obviously the stock would take a hit in the short term, but there, nothing would change as far as like they just got to ramp all this stuff. Yeah, it sounds like they've got a, a roadmap for the next ten years all laid out. Yeah, and uh, and that's before and then so then after that you get the FSD. The FSD is getting so freaking close. Uh, Elon had said so. Right now they're on version eleven dot four, and uh, Elon is already the using. Um, the uh, full self-driving. Oh, right, right. So um, we're, we're, they pushed out 11.4. Elon has said um, version 12 will not be a beta anymore. And so meaning like it, there's not going to be any more like when version 12. Could, so he's driving version 12 now. And now again, he said before, but I, like I don't, it's I, like I hope it doesn't come out anytime soon. Again, for me, the longer it takes, the more stock I can buy before it comes out. <laughs> so, um, so I hope he's messed up again. I hope it takes longer. But I've watched the videos and, and of the new stuff and how it works and, and how much time and energy and the the whole making of the, the full self-driving, that, that business by itself even before you talk about like robo taxis the the cool thing about it is that they can put it once it's ready they can put it every person that has the car already they just can just buy the stock they can just buy it and one of the um cool moves <laughs> that um that they're doing is they just brought back the referral program and uh so if you refer if you give someone your your code like you buy a tesla you have like a you know on your app you have a loot box you can buy stuff and you can get points for referrals. And so if you refer someone, someone uses your code, you get like 10,000 points to use for whatever, whatever you can buy 10,000 points for in your loot box. But what they give the person who's buying the car is they're going to give them three free months of, of full self-driving. Right. And oh, that cool. is, gonna be, that is such a freaking uh, black belt ninja move because Who's not going to turn it on? 
right? And then what are you going to do? Your car is going to drive around without you driving, and you're going to go and get your neighbor and your friend and your buddy and put them in the freaking car and watch it drive itself. And you'd be like, look at this. And that's, and that's all going to be. And then, hey, use my front. This is amazing. Yeah. Yeah, I put grandma in the car, and we should, you know, she can't drive anymore, but I, 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 we drove her to over to the house in 30 minutes. And she didn't have to right. do anything. <laughs> we, uh, we, we didn't have to take the kids to soccer practice. We put them in the car, and the car took them there, and then we came back. So that gets pushed out to everyone. Like That's going to sell more Teslas than anything. It's just – and it's not like you got to buy the new 2020 – well, okay, the new – the 2024s now have full self-driving. No. Your your the car you bought in two thousand nineteen now has full self driving. You just got to pay for it, and they download it overnight. Yeah, that's an amazing feature that you can just upgrade over. You know, upgrade your system constantly. Yeah, and that, and and the OEM like the, the the companies that have been making cars for hundreds of years, they still haven't gotten to over air updates. Like they're still like it's the software. Like they they're not software companies. Like the whole thing that car people have said about tesla's like oh you know they've got some panel gas like tesla did the hard part and then they're like yeah we'll figure out you know how to make sure that there's not panel gaps and we'll figure that out later the quality control of the car well we're going to do the hard part which is all the software and the updates and all that stuff is what they worked on first and so um that's all done and this is the thing like even um you know uh i listened to an, uh, an interview with uh Farley, uh, Jim Farley, the, the, the CEO of, um, of Ford, and he at least gets it. Like, he, he understands that, like, that's why the Ford was the first ones to be like, we're going to jump on the Tesla supercharging network. We're going to make the cars. Lit. They're going to be the ones that license full self-driving because they're like, we're never going to figure this out. Like, it's just, we're just not. <laughs> Tesla, we'll just take Tesla. That's like the smartest thing you can do. It's like, all right, they figured it out. We'll just license it from them. And uh, yeah, and, and it's a win for consumers, right? Because now instead of worrying about having to go to, you know, a brand specific charger, you can just find the nearest charging station. I mean, it's, it's oh, a win yeah. for everybody. Well, the charging thing is, you know, they, they interviewed uh, Elon was on like a tour in like Europe because he was France and Spain and everyone's trying to get him to build a gig, a gigafactory in their country. And, um, um, one of the things that the, I think the French, it was, he was getting interviewed by a French person that day. Like, you know, why would you, like, that's like a moat for Tesla because their chargers are, they were, they're only down, I think it was like 90, like 99.7% or something like that. It was some ridiculous number that the chargers are always up. Um, and like Electrify America and the other one, uh, ChargePoint, like they have like those 60% of the time they're up. Which means forty percent of the time they're not. <laughs> so, you know, you can imagine if you went to a gas station and forty percent of the time it was like, oh, I guess there's no no gas today. You'd be like, what the hell, man? <laughs> so, uh, right. Whoops. That, yeah, and if you're driving, you know, you're driving and you're like, I need to charge, you know. So, um, so those those chargers are not they're just not good. The, the reviews and they're awful. But the Tesla ones are always working. I put, I mean, and so to jump on their charging network, you know, Ford was just like, yeah, like, like, it, like it just makes sense. He's like, uh, he's like, I was driving with my daughter and my, and we were like, we need to charge our car. And they were like, and my daughter's like, Oh, can we go to like the 
Tesla one? And he's like, no, we have to go to like this one behind this building back over here. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, at that moment I realized <laughs> uh, we should probably just partner up with, with Tesla on the, the charging. But the 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 um the Tesla charge, the new chargers are a, a three, uh, they, they put up 350 volts. Um, most chargers are 100 volt chargers. Uh, the DC fast chargers are 250. So the new ones that Tesla's putting out are 350. And they've said they've already got um, the cars that are coming out uh, already have, they're already able to take up to 600 volts. So you just don't have chargers that can do that that fast yet. But Tesla's always like, let's just future-proof the cars as much as we possibly can. So it can take up to 600. When we get the actual technology to put that in the chargers, then the cars will just be able to, you know, deal with it already. But right. every other car, right. they don't do that. They go, okay, well, we have 100-volt chargers, so we'll make 100-volt. <laughs> so they can't get improved. They can't get approved. They'll be like, oh, well, when, when the 2026 model comes out, then they'll get the new bolt, the new thing. So it's just the, uh, there's so much, there's so much. Have That's you heard part. any updates on the Tesla home, the Tesla tiny house? No, I haven't. I don't even know much about the Tesla tiny house. I'm what looking through some articles, but it doesn't look like any definitive release date or, um, the articles I'm looking at are saying if these, if the reviews are true, um, so it doesn't look like uh, like there's anything definitive, um, but there is talk of it. Uh, sustainably yeah, well, powered Tesla tiny home. Yeah, there's. I mean, they have the uh, the Cyberlander. <laughs> it's not a Tesla thing. It's like like there's other company. It's almost like it's like um, it's like Apple making you know the iPhone, and then you know all these companies can make apps that make money off of off of you know putting it on the apple i store and apple makes money they let you'll just let them do it you know tesla's kid tesla has so many things that they just can't they just can't get it all done right but there's so many businesses that could come up like you can literally you know if you wanted to with the with the uh with the like cyber truck you know yeah you could build a whole camper onto the back of it and get some solar flares and you sit out in the woods and let the you know charge up the freaking thing <laughs> with solar and just live out in the woods off your truck. Yeah, and I, and I believe they do have a trailer designed for it already. Yeah. So, I mean, with the prices of homes these days and interest rates going up, it might be what people have to do. Yeah. <laughs> Crazy times there. What do you think about the whole uh, rebranding of Twitter? Um, I, 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 I like it in the fact that I understand what's going to happen with what Elon's doing with that. Um, like it's not, Twitter's going to, it's not going to be Twitter anymore. It's, it's going to, he, he's going after YouTube and, um, that is, that's the plan. And, uh, really he's already said that, yeah, his, he said when the, when the, when it's capable, because what he's going to do is, whether he uses Doge, which I've bought a bunch of Doge, um, he he actually had a side note. Uh, he had a 
he made a, a, a deal with the McDonald's that he would be in an ad eating a McDonald's burger if McDonald's started accepting Doge's payment. <laughs> That's why Doge wow. spiked a couple, like I think like a week and a half ago. Um, but uh, the uh, the thing is, is that he X is going to be there's going to be an AI in there. It's going to be a YouTube type of thing. He's already said for a year, all revenue created will go directly to the creators. They won't take revenue wow. from it. And, you know, and people, I mean, you, you know, you know how YouTube is like people are mad at you. People are tired of YouTube and their BS and their demonetization and their, you know, all the censorship and whatnot. So X will just allow people to create content there um pay them you know with a, a form of payment he, he wants to he wants that to make almost his own like currency and bank so, fantastic yeah, so, yeah oh man i look forward to that like, uh, yeah youtube took yeah, down my so, channel of seven years yeah yeah i already got my twitter blue account i i, I even though i'm not i'm not uh i post i do my tiktok and i put them up on twitter that's about all i do with it right now but I know what's going to happen with the with that platform, and what he's going to what he's what he's planning on going doing with it. So yeah, having it still be Twitter, he even said he's like you know at the time, the the branding was great. You know, hey, you're making a, a short little message and it's a tweet and all that stuff. But he's like that's not what not what Twitter's going to be in the future. I think that's a great move. I never really, uh, I never really bought onto the whole twit thing, you know, 140 characters. They expanded the characters, but it's like, you know, what, what do I need to say that's that important that has to be that short? Right. That's, uh, that's why I never got on Twitter until, until recently. It was like, uh, yeah. Well, that's huge news. yeah, oh yeah, there's a lot that's going on there that will happen, and it's just a matter of when it will happen. So, and 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 getting it done because the amount of nonsense that was going on in Twitter um, was crazy. <laughs> it was just just listening to him talk about you know just how like I think there was like a telecom there they were they were paying they were doing like something like. A hundred million dollars they were paying a month or something, some ridiculous number for um, for telecom. Like, and there were these companies that basically would just keep, they just had bots that were making accounts and then, um, and then, and then creating like the way you could verify the account was you had to, you know, get a text, me- you know, the text message thing, the OTP. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and Twitter would pay for that, you know, every time that happened. So the so so the telecom company was actually creating accounts, having it verified through their, their service, and then charging Twitter for it. What? Just so Twitter could appear to have more users? No, so the telecom company can make money for the service that Twitter was buying to get use that to get the verification for the for the for the account. So it hmm. wasn't Twitter that was. It, it was like he, he was just going through the. Like how much Twitter was spending and just nonsense. He's looking at this bill. They're like, "Why are we paying this much money?" And they just it found out it was just it was the actual company that they were paying for the service that was making the fake accounts to use the service. 
but then charging Twitter. Crazy. Yeah. That makes no sense. Well, it did, you know, Twitter was just spending money. Like, that's the thing with corporations is, like, they, the, the um, you get caught as, like, a manager or a director or something like that, the more, almost, like, the more, um, I want to, I'm trying to think of the word I'm trying to look at, but, like, fluff, the more people, you know, if you go from one company to another, it's like, I managed you know, a hundred thousand, you know, I had a thousand employees underneath me. Right. So yeah. when the money's good, they just hire, they just hire people. It was, you know, hire as many people as possible. That's what they do. <laughs> so, and then when they have to cut back, then they start finding, you know, when, when money's not good, that's when they start going, okay, we got to fire. What are these people doing? What is, what is their actual job? And, uh, and then the, the, the managers will leave and go to another company and, they, uh, you know, this is what I did at Twitter. Um, so yeah, the, it was just such. That's I mean, that's why he fired like you know seventy five percent of the people. He's like, there's no reason. What are these people doing? You know, was yeah. Twitter supposed to crash like six months ago? Because he fired all the important people. Like, oh, it's not going to be working anymore. So, oh, yeah, I knew that. You know. I knew there was no truth to that. I mean, a man of his intelligence wouldn't uh, wouldn't shoot himself in the foot like that. Well, but that's even, what I saw it as: is cutting a lot of fat. Because they hired some of those people back, and he's like, "I might have went a little too far, but we were losing. Like it was just it was just ridiculous. We were losing so much so much money. You can't spend more money than you're making. How is Twitter really making money on on like? There's not really that many ads." So, I mean, and then he's like, he's like, first of all, I, I, I wanted to buy Twitter, you know, for the reason of the free speech. And I was sick of the, the shadow banning and all the other stuff that they were doing. And I gave them a ridiculous offer and then a stock drop. And they were like, no, we're not selling to you no matter what. Like, we will die. Like, they swallowed a poison pill. Like, they were like, we will destroy the company before we let you buy it. And then the stock went down and then they, like, sued him to buy it. <laughs> It's like, I, you know, people make fun. He's like, oh, you say you overpaid. He's like, I tried not to buy it. They they sued me and made me buy it. I had to buy it. That's hilarious. Yeah, and then the media twists that into him trying to take over communication or whatever there. Yeah, some people yeah, are convinced cool. that he's uh, using it as a propaganda wing. It's funny to listen to uh, to people's take on that. Yeah. Well, it's uh, it's the um, you know, the the propaganda wing because he's not saying what I want him to say. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was watching a video about the uh, what is the Tesla robot going to be called? It's um, it's got a really clever name. Uh, but Optimus. anyway, Optimus, Optimus Prime. That's right. Uh, Apparently, those are going to be unleashed in about two years, and they're going to try them on the uh, on the floor of the uh, Tesla manufacturing um, chain. Apparently, so that's pretty fascinating. I think they're going to be out and being sold by next year. I don't think people realize that how fast, would be wild. How fast they got that thing done? Because they showed parts of it at. Uh, you know, and it's funny because a year 
it was a year ago, two years ago, whatever. Whenever they announced the Tesla bot, yeah, no, it was like a, it was maybe eighteen months ago. Whenever they announced it, the first all the news did was made jokes because they just had the guy in the suit dancing around. And then the next thing, yeah, you know, six months later, an investor day, they already had like a, a thing that could walk on its own, and uh, like people don't get that the the number one place. That the top ed, that that from of engineers coming out of colleges have said that they want to go for the last decade is it's always been it's either SpaceX or Tesla. There's one or two. They they just flip flop one or two for the last for over a decade. So that means they're taking only the cream of the crop, the best ones who could work wherever they want. Those are the ones that Tesla's been grabbing for like the last and 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 Tesla doesn't care. Like if you're like if you work for Tesla. And you want to go and work on rockets now? You, you finish a project, you go, they go, yeah, go ahead, go work over SpaceX. Go work. You want to work over at the at the uh, Neuralink for a while? Go ahead. You just just do just make just make things. We don't care. Like we don't care about the department heads. We don't care about we don't care about anything other than you progress forward. There's no politics. If anybody tries to stop you, you literally have your. And I I work there. Like I. They were like, if you're in a meeting and it's a waste of your time, like now that I work in a, a corporate job, we have a meeting every week, every Monday, we had it today. And there's like 25 people in the meeting. They all do the same job all across the country. And every meeting they, they have to do, we have to go around. They have to call every person's name out. All right, what's going on with you this week? And like 20 out of the 25 people all say, well, you know, same thing this week. I'm just working on backlog and, Gonna do this. So I'm like, why are we wasting? <laughs> why, why does each person have to spend three to five minutes, and they have to say something because you can't just be like, you know, it's the same as last week, you know? But they leave it there. They all try to come up with something, and so you got 20 people, five minutes apiece. It's like we're just wasting time. Why don't you just say, hey, has anybody got anything new they need to share with the group? No. Okay, let's go. Let's get off the call. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. You don't need to do a five minute check in. Hi, Bob. Right. How are you this week? What's new in What's your department? Well, Bob, just doing the same thing I did last week. All right. And uh, what about you, Chad? Uh, <laughs> it's just, but that's a corporate America. And, and Elon is, makes it very clear. If you're in a meeting and you don't need to be there, you are free to walk out as fast as possible and, and talk, to, talk to whoever got you in the meeting and ask them why they thought you should have been there. Stop wasting time. Yeah, and that makes so much sense. Um, I think it's probably like a corporate, a lame corporate attempt at team building or family building, right? Like, oh, here we are. We're all the managers and, you know, try to create some type of cohesion or family feeling culture. Um, but that's such an outdated approach, especially with, you know, Zoom and this and that. You could You could put out a questionnaire. Anybody got anything new that, you know, and then only discuss it with the, the people that are involved in that decision or in implementing a new policy or procedure, right? You don't, you don't have to have uh, housekeeping at a sales meeting, right? Exactly. Yeah. That's, that's, that's the thing. That's another thing I would say. Like if, if Elon died, it doesn't, the culture is already set up. Like it would take a while for that culture to be um there's a really great interview if anyone ever wants to listen to it it's by joe justice who used to work at tesla and now it's a consultant and whatnot uh and he just talks about like how 
car companies get things like why why does it take so long for like there to be like a body change you know uh you know i remember i remember i got i have a nissan ultima and i remember when the body changed in like 2012 and it's been the same you know they make small changes but they don't make major changes and he talks about he's like the the teams don't work together he's like you have the engineers you have the design team first and the design team makes it like this is the same way reason why when you see a prototype, you know, they have all these amazing prototypes at like car shows and this and that. And, you, and then and then when the car comes out, it looks nothing like that. It just looks like a regular car again. Instead, <laughs> because you have the design team that makes it, that makes all these things that they want to do. And they send it to engineering and engineering says, you can't do any of this crap. And you're like, this doesn't work. That physics of it doesn't, doesn't exist. We can't do that. We can't do this. And they send it back and the design team gets mad. And then finally, they have to rechange it and make it make make it make sense. And then finally, engineering gets through engineering, and then they got to send it to the factory, to the, to the tooler, to the tool shop, and to the factory line. And the factory line is like this: you can't build this like this. There's no way this is going to fit on the line. You need to redo this. <laughs> and they send it back, and, they, and this is what happens. This is why nothing changes. Why like they just change the the shape of the lights a little bit each year and make it you know do another cup holder. Um, but at Tesla, the way they and, and each department is its own department, they, and they're always like engineers suck, those designers suck, they, they, the tooling companies they suck. But at Tesla, they all work together. Like the design, they have the design team and the engineering team and the and the and the uh, factory team, the workers, the tool shops and stuff. They all are on the same team. They all make it together. And so if it, if it works, it works for everyone. Decided that it works, and therefore there's no back and forth. Just okay, this is going to work. We're all good with it. Let's go. That's why they get things changed like that. So yeah. what's going on with the uh, with the share price for Tesla? Well, it was. It was I mean, it's doing. Be uh, give me a time frame. This year, it's up a lot. You talking about I the drop? I just mean what's, just it, what's it currently going for? Like oh, I pulled up an article, but I think it's for forecast for August. But uh, oddly enough, they they they're uh, saying there's going to be a four point two zero percent increase. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There, yeah, that was uh, actually I think Superman uh, sent me something about the four four twenty increase. But um, so the share price, the same thing happened that all. Well, the Tesla stock is up on the year. I think it was it is low of uh of a hundred bucks, a little over a hundred. It's at two sixty seven right now. Last time I checked earlier today, um, it had gone all the way up to two ninety. I actually did a video on my TikTok about this because somebody said uh, in one of the forums about two weeks before, no, excuse me, about four days before um before the earnings call. And they were like, "What do you think is going to happen to Tesla stock?" And I like screenshotted. I was like, "Here's what's going to happen. It's going to go up to like two ninety. And then right after the earnings call, it's going to drop. And lo and behold, that's exactly what happened. <clears throat> because it happens all the time. It happens every earnings call. The, earn the earnings was great. They they had record revenue, record. They, they beat um, Wall Street's estimates um, uh, on EPS, earnings per share. They beat that by like smashed it. I think like earnings per share was expectations was point. Uh, was eight eighty cents, and they were like ninety two cents or whatever, and um, and so uh, they beat on everything. Margins went down a little bit because they're 
they lowered the pricing, you know, because they've had all these price cuts. And, um, but the margins went down from like 18% to uh, 19% to 18%, like something small. Um, but, uh, you know, the, the stock fell through the floor. And why did it fall through the floor? Because it's the stock price is not in the short run, does not reflect the company. And I keep trying to tell that to people. They don't get it. <laughs> it's like what happens to stock? The stock price is based upon people buying and selling shares. There's nothing to do with the overall what the company's doing and the metrics and the things. And it, it, a lot of people they knew the numbers were going to be good, and so they they were buying the stock and pressing it up, and then they did the rug pull right after the right after the earnings and went all the way down to like I think it, it went all the way down to two fifty. Now it's back up to like two sixty seven. So in the short run, that's why I don't you don't you, you, I just keep buying every every uh, every time I get paid I buy more. That's what I do. I don't care what the price is. Yeah, <laughs> I tell it to my friends. I'm like, when the stock when the stock is is three to four thousand dollars in 2030, then I really won't care if I got it at 250 or 300 or 287. Like, I won't care. Right. Three thousand a share. Yep, and everything I've looked at as far as uh, forecasts, predictions is saying, yeah. You know, four to forty-five hundred by twenty thirty. Yeah, well, the um, I mean, I have a I have a price of four thousand, and it, it it's in the long run. What I'm, what you're looking at is um, the revenue. Like that's what I look like. You invest in a company, you got to break it down to the point where you say, why? If if I was if your your brothers were starting a company and say, hey, I want you to invest. You know, well, how much money, the, the, what your main thing is, okay, how much money are you making now, which is like nothing? What do I think you'll be making in the future? Right? And uh, that's what you're evaluating on, you know? And when you look at Tesla between, car, they've got four major, um, and then four major uh, S curves, like S, S, uh, exponential kind of growth. The cars is at the, is, is number one. They're right now, there are 2 million cars. Their plan is to make 20 million cars um, by 2030. So that's a 10X that they're expecting. So even if they don't get there uh, and, and they're making, you know, 18% margin, so, so which is great. Uh, most of the car industry makes 5 to 6% margin, um, which is why they can cut price. They're cutting price because they can. They can and they, right. goes and they, they take more market share. So that's, that's one. Two is then energy. We spoke about that before, and I think almost Elon himself has said energy potentially could be bigger than the cars, just on its own. So if Tesla Energy was its own company, that's another company that could be a ten x just by itself, but it's underneath the the Tesla umbrella. So that's mm -hmm. that's the second. Then full self driving, that and the robo taxis and all that, the revenue that that is all like. 40 to 50% revenue because it's just code. There's no, they don't have to like build more stuff. There's no capital expenditures for full self-driving. It's just code. They, so they charge $200 a month full self-driving or you can buy it for $15,000. So that's all straight to the bottom line. And and if they do robo-taxis on top of robo-taxis, I mean, ARK Invest has said that the robo-taxis robo is potentially a nine trillion dollar um, business revenue. So 
Yeah. If they get any part of that, <laughs> and they're and they're probably going to get all of it. You know, as far as people then could take their car and say, "I'm going to just put it on." You know, hey, I'm not going to do anything. Hey, right now I'm going to be doing this show with uh, uh, with Dave for the next two hours. Let me let me send my car out to do to do you know, Lyft and, and Uber for a little while, and then I'll be back. Um, right. And I can look. I can pull, pull up my screen. I can see what's going on inside the car. I can see where it is. I can see everything right from my phone while I'm doing a show, and I'm making money. Out. Who's not doing that? Who's, so, and and the most of they and the people who are. Um, in the car, they don't, you know, a typical uh, lift ride, you know, whatever, it's 10 bucks. Well, most of that goes to the driver. Now you can eliminate, you eliminate eight of the 10 and the person can do a two, $2 lift ride. Why would people buy cars? You know, so you have a lot of people just like, I don't need a car. I can get a car anytime I want. I, why do I want to pay for insurance and maintenance and upkeep and all this stuff where like, I can just get a car. I can just go on my phone and get a car and I don't get to deal with a smelly human. <laughs> in there, all got to do with that. I just can go wherever I want, whenever I want. Why don't I don't need a car? So that whole market—that's a whole nother thing, addressable market. And then, and then robots. Then you got robots on top of that, which could be bigger than all the other three combined, because now you have labor that you can go even into people's homes and. That's it for this episode. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of And Another Thing with Dave. And remember, if you're digging what I'm doing, picking up what I'm putting down, please spread it around with friends and on social media. Reviews on Spotify Podcasts and Apple Podcasts are greatly appreciated. All right. Until next time.